0: To connect to the community of the Endless Honeymoon Podcast, and also to connect to your lovely hosts. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. Welcome. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. I'm Moshe...
1: And I'm Natasha.
0: And Natasha, listen, uh, we're going to try to do a two-minute intro for our next guest because Natasha is in crunch time. She le- You're leaving me for one month tomorrow. One month. Tomorrow you leave. Yeah. And I'm going to miss you.
1: I would be so excited if we didn't have a baby.
0: Uh, oh, just to be leaving me? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool of you to say.
1: No, I mean just to like, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. What about with our child?
1: I don't think that works. No, I think with a child, you just want to be there to make sure they're protected.
0: So absence makes the heart grow fonder toward your husband.
1: Yes, but towards a child, presence makes the heart grow fonder.
0: So today, Natasha, we did back to back podcast tapings and she's got a hot Hollywood luncheon today and and then she's gone. Then you're gone. I'll be back yeah for sure (laughs) i am concerned after this podcast though you will be we will be doing for at least two podcasts where you will be you'll be the one on zoom and maybe i'll have a guest come here and sit with me on the couch oh that'd be cute who should i have
1: Mm, i don't know a neighbor maybe chelsea
0: neighbor chelsea or neighbor nick yeah or maybe i'll find out if we have any other neighbors you know what i mean like yeah. just random non-comedian neighbors.
1: You could ask the TikTok neighbors.
0: Oh, that would be kind of funny. Do you think that they would come do it?
1: No. Yeah, actually, so? I think they would. And uh, I think it would be a bad idea.
0: You, so you don't think I should do it?
1: Well, I just think that, you know, they're really attractive.
0: Oh, you're scared that they would be unable to resist me.
1: Um, maybe the opposite.
0: Uh, honey, don't worry. I think you'll be okay. I have some self-discipline and self-control. All right. Well, listen, I don't know who our guest is going to be, but I can tell you who our guest is, is today. I'm so excited. Excited. Uh, a wonderful comedian. She is so funny. Someone we've known for forever, but uh, who's had just a phenomenal year this year. She is the host of The Circle on Netflix and had dropped a hot special this year that won a Critics' Choice Award called Welcome to Butopia.
1: And she dropped a hot baby, too, didn't she?
0: Dropped a hot baby. Uh, It's Michelle Buteau. Michelle? Hey. Hi. (laughs) Hey, don't
2: finish your breakfast. Breakfast is my kid's lunch. It's just mac and cheese left over from their lunch. How... Ghetto. No. By the way, I know that we both had like fertility
1: journeys, and like I am so happy that you have you have two babies,
2: girl, oh, two. Oh, <laughs> so
0: oh my, my Are
2: those twin children? They are twin oh. children.
0: I got to be honest; those kids are so cute. They look like a default background for an <laughs> iPhone. They don't look like <laughs> your kids for real. <laughs> well,
1: no, they they look like her, but they're. Yeah. They are darling and I'm so happy for you because I know I know it's like it's, it can be hard and uh, I just remember mm-hmm. talking with you a little bit about it and, you know, sometimes you don't think it's going to happen and I'm just so happy for
3: you.
2: Yeah, it was crazy because I think everything we talked about was like kind of peripheral, like fun comedy stuff. Can you believe we're doing this show? And these are the snacks in the green room. And then when you're when you're just traveling with needles and just sticking progesterone up your coochie before you go on stage, I remember just being like, I feel crazy. <laughs> and like, hey, thank God you were there for me. You're like, you had your really cute chihuahua with you, and you're like, I have a car. Do you just want to come in a car and talk? I was like, yes, 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 yes.
0: That's not the cute one. She picked the ugliest one. It was just the one
1: it was just the one closest to me.
0: michelle i have a question for you uh Mm. we've just gone through this hellscape of a year but you had like kids you had an award
1: award. (laughs) award award-winning
0: netflix special you hosted a huge show on netflix is it difficult for you when people are like this has been the worst year to not be like actually i killed it so hard this year
2: (laughs) i mean it was hard year. You know, originally I was going to name my comedy special Good Ass Year because I was having a good ass year 2019. And I was like, what a great year. And the special's going to drop in 2020 and then quickly we were like, this is horrible. You know, <laughs> I mean, there was so much death, but yeah, it was it's it's good, I'm not going to lie, but it's still stressful because I can't go out anywhere and people are just dropping like flies and like what is this? And so uh, it was nice dropping a special in a book because then people were like, "I have something to look forward to." Because at first I was just like, "Who wants to read my book and/or watch my special when there's Black Lives Matter, Asian hate? There's all these things we have to get to and sort of like unpack." But people were like, "Enough with this election for two minutes. I just want to joy watch something instead of hate watch the news." Mm-hmm. And so I had to find my place with it. Sometimes. You know, doing comedy since 2001, like I'm so used to rejection. I'm like, you have to learn how to live in it, you know, and I saw this quote one time said, follow a lot of positive quotes, uh, account, positive quote accounts on um, Instagram just because it helps. It's my favorite thing about you. Always been my favorite thing about you. No, but the
1: power of positive thinking, I can totally relate to that, especially with all the all the no's that you get being an actress and being a stand up. And it's just like like you said, you have to live in this rejection. It just becomes such a way of being a
2: woman that that Hollywood doesn't find fuckable.
0: Oh, enough already with this stuff. Do you know how difficult it, it is to be a, a white man in this industry? God, let me just talk about that for a while. No, so what was the quote? Sorry.
2: The quote was, um, the tools that you need to survive will not be the tools you need to thrive. Oh, wow. And so, I, like that. I mean, that was with parenthood. That was with also, you know, um, putting out content that people liked. I was like, oh, is this what success is? Uncomfortable, you know, like right? Because a lot of comedies, it's like, look at me, look at me, look at me, and then when people start looking, you're like, why the fuck are they looking at
0: me? It's funny too. The moment that they start looking is the moment you become uncomfortable with the looking. Like before that, you're like, all I want is the look, and then the moment the gaze turns, you're like, no, 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 look the other way, look the other way.
1: Am I stupid though? So explain the quote. So if if the the qualities that you need to survive you're in survival mode, then once yes. something amazing happens, let's say, how are you going to live in success? That's yes. a totally different thing. Yes. So how, how do you live in success?
2: And it could be something bad that's happened to you, right? Like, I feel like my journey to parenthood, it was a lot of trauma. And so for the first year of their life, I'm like, are they going to die? Are they going to die? I know what it's like when a kid dies. So let me what happens when they, are they going to die? Like I, like didn't sleep and i couldn't enjoy anything and my husband's like oh she just burped i'm like are you sure are you sure that was a burp and so
1: most does this remind you of anybody
0: no you're making you're blowing my mind honestly michelle right now because it's the first time i've ever had the thought that perhaps our difficulty getting to to our child being born is a part of why you're you are have such worry Around because that. He always child. says
1: I worry too much. But that but I'm makes just so like... much
0: sense because it was so precarious for so long that now that she's here, it's like it's not like it's more precious, but it's more it feels like that precariousness still exists, even if it doesn't.
1: Even though she has all ten fingers and toes, which was something I obsessed about <laughs>
2: before. Huh. She... And we <laughs> have to keep them. And we have to keep the fingers and the toes I... because we lose them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're because so small. Stop! They're so small too. It feels like you could lose one so easily. No, when I
1: was growing up, uh, my friend's sister, she rolled up the window the the electric window in the car and the kid's finger
0: broke off broke off
1: yeah like the last third of it oh no yeah
2: i'm just saying it can happen real quick yep i feel like i've seen a csi episode where like you keep it on ice to like put it back i don't know that's what that's
0: it the tools that you they were poor the tools you need to survive are not the tools you need to thrive the tools you need to thrive are some ice and a suture kit to (laughs) sew the tip of a finger back (laughs) on a baby
1: Um, no, I I really like that. And I think that, you know, finding new ways to be and maybe some of your toolbox is worn out and, you know, maybe you need to acquire new tools. And that's why I like meeting people or, you know, it's it's always helpful to me to find people who are going through similar things because they sometimes have access to ways of thinking or doing and they can kind of teach you and yeah. I always,
0: I always said around comedy, it wasn't whether you could succeed because there are those people that we all know who they arrive and then they begin to, the, to succeed, and that's the the beginning of their journey is the, is the end of their journey. They're succeeding from day right. one, but they're like
2: but Friday Night Lights, like yes. the best time of their life. they peaked in high
0: school. Yeah, yes, exactly. But for most of us, it's uh, I always said that the comedy is not about whether you can succeed; it's about whether you can fail and continue until something good happens to you. And like, what does success mean? Like you've had such a great year and that, that your level of success might not ever happen for someone, but some level of success is just about perseverance and continuing.
2: Yeah. Now I feel like I'm just full of quotes, but you know, <laughs> I tell my husband all the time when I, especially when I pop champagne at like four 30, I'm just like, you know, we got to celebrate the little things. Otherwise we have nothing to celebrate, mm-hmm. you know? And he's like, what are we celebrating? I'm like getting through the damn day. You know, with clean feet and still liking each other, like having money in the account. I don't give a shit. We got to celebrate something. Look, kids are at daycare.
0: Was <laughs> <laughs> this a rosé and mac and cheese lunch? It's a box
2: rosé, mac and cheese kind of day.
1: <laughs> I know sometimes I'll pour a drink like at 430 and I, I have like a glass like how you have. So it doesn't quite look like a wine glass. So that,
2: like, so I usually do the coffee mug, <laughs> but I was like, you know what? Live in your truth, buto.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, Why is there was... ice in your mug? Don't worry about
1: it. <laughs> Although my my kid is always like, you know, and wine for mommy. And, you know, she's 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 very in tune with the idea that I am drinking wine constantly at night. So I don't know if that and she wants to be Good. like me. So I just don't want, I just don't want her to be like Bob Fossey's kid, like 11 years old, smoking a cigarette, drinking wine, trying to be like their parents.
2: I think that's wonderful. And you know what? The wine glass is the new remote control. If you could pick it up and give it to me. You can have a sip. Perfect. Oh, my
3: God. (laughs) My
2: mom was like, how do you balance it all? I'm just like, the wine glass with the twins, it's hard. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Like, I'm about to get one of those fucking funnel hats, like in a Yankees game. Because it's hard. And they're always putting their little dirty-ass fingers in there. I'm like, this is an organic wine.
1: (laughs) Well, I think people like me and you maybe are lucky because we can use it as a decompression tool. And, you know, you're not going to wake up in Jerusalem with like a head injury, not knowing what happened or whatever your AA stories are like, (laughs) you know, like people in AA, it's like, you know, I just feel like sometimes I feel guilty being able to flaunt flaunting that I can just drink wine and I'm kind of well, that's I'll have like one or two glasses and then I feel like it took the edge off of parenting.
0: But also that's (laughs) the thing about you guys like I think like having kids when you're not 21 is like you get to infuse wisdom and life experience into your into being a parent too so it's like you know better you're not young idiots and you can like you can kind of do it all and it's much as I always said my inspirational quote which is um, if at first you don't succeed try try again I always (laughs) said that that's always been kind of my thing that I said so we all have quotes Michelle
2: it's really interesting also this year in particular because it's such a it's such a crazy year there's no way i can describe it but the burnout is a motherfucking real and thank god i age well i'm realizing i'm (laughs) hoping i i'm also looking for a good botox doctor on Zocdoc. but the point is a couple of friends have ended up in divorce a couple of friends have gone um to sober living um, this year has been rough for a lot of people in a lot of different ways, and I didn't realize because I always like knew sober comedians where I'm just like, oh shit, cool set, and we never like had to m- live in each other's spaces. And now that I have very close friends that are sober, it's it's interesting, it's fascinating, it's eye opening. You know, I am um, at first I was self conscious. Now I'm just like like. An overly worried, like Greek mom. I'm like, hey, Are you, you need more food? Do you need more food? Are you free? What are we doing? I'm not getting, you know, like I'll hide all this stuff. And they're just like, No, just be normal. I'm like, I don't know what. Normalcy is, <laughs> and so they're like, "But I want you to do your thing, so I can do my thing." And I, you know,
1: then you bring out the mug and the champagne, and
0: yeah, then you bring out the you bring out the helmet with the two the two cans in. It. You're like, "Oh, do my thing? Okay, yeah, this is my this is my thing." <laughs> <You're nearly laughs> st- I do Look, feel like. I do feel like there's some truth to that. It's like. You don't want to
1: activate people. No,
0: not that. I think, listen, if you're in AA, they say if you're living a life uh, that is uh, based around hiding from alcohol, you're doomed to failure because it's everywhere. It's like either you're healthy and healed or you're not. And what you were saying, Michelle, I think is true. Like, in the same way that every restaurant that was like teetering on bankruptcy before the pandemic is gone, Mm. every marriage that was already a little bit fucked up is over, every person that their sobriety was precarious is in a sobriety sober living it's like all the shaking all the shaking out that happened was was people that were having a difficult time beforehand and now Mm -hmm. that it's i don't know if that's exactly true well at least a lot of it but at any rate i think that yeah getting back to normal is gonna feel good i think
2: getting back to normal will feel good it's definitely gonna be a new fucking normal you know i um i have friends that i call chosen family because they really like my family you know and it has been a Yeah, it has been a very odd time because a couple of my besties don't believe in, they are vaccinated in life, but they don't believe in this vaccination. And I'm just like, the government... Is not trying to kill you with this one. Like, that is Taco Bell or White Castle. I'm sorry, I forgot to say you're a sponsor for this podcast. Or yeah, no, any other. Are, dot, dot, dot.
0: No, we're heavily sponsored by Taco Bell. It's a little weird that you brought no! them up. No, yeah, yeah.
2: Everyone get your blue apron. Yeah. Also, put in this code for mattress. <laughs>
1: Wait, but you're you're saying that this is because this happened. This is happening to me, but with employees or like my piano teacher or, you know, my people who are not like my I wouldn't call them my chosen family. You're saying you're dealing with this with chose people who you're super close with.
2: Yes. Yes. And it's becoming a thing because we mm. want to plan an outdoor barbecue or a trip somewhere you know i mean it when i add an extra syllable and
0: um, <laughs> <T-apostrophe> <laughs> a t apostrophe r i p trip somewhere <laughs> and oh, what the
2: fuck but um yeah and it's uh i've i've always tried to surround myself with people who are different from me um but all, have a good heart um and now after this crazy trump administration and this vaccine rollout i'm like you gotta really just we gotta be in the same box like yeah. you know i used to be like thinking like i used to like liking myself to like a citizen of the world and now i'm just like bye bitch stay over there don't come over here yeah.
0: that's the beauty of the chosen family is you can unchoose at any time you can temporarily <laughs> unchoose. <laughs> but
1: is is the vaccine thing enough to cut somebody out
0: for me yeah, yeah. Yeah. but you know the beauty of being vaccinated it actually doesn't matter if you're around vaccinated people they're they're the ones that are putting themselves at risk you're all good you got that but you, we have kids that's the problem isn't it and the
1: problem is like I, I told my makeup artist she was like I'm afraid it's gonna affect my fertility I was like huh and then she's just like I don't you know I've been working fine nobody really cares and I was like you need to get vaccinated and I said and, and she was like Well, I just don't really know if I want to do it, and it's like the more people like that who don't do it, the longer my kid has to go to preschool in a mask because we're never going to reach herd immunity. So every time someone's telling me that, I'm like, okay, so I have to be the one who's like carrying the weight of this, and you're not going to do it, and because people like you aren't going to do it, my kid is like sucking on her mask, can barely breathe breathe at at school, and it not that she can barely breathe in a mask, but you know, it today like it's an outdoor school, it's eighty degrees out, she's wearing a hat and a mask, and sunscreen and she, she has like, to wear a
2: mask outdoors yes
1: it sucks and it's like it's I'm that sorry. is just like
0: um we gotta the truth is we gotta move to new york because i feel like new yorkers are all living they don't, a different life than they us. don't
1: have to the kids don't have to wear ma- well there probably aren't a lot of outdoor schools in new york
2: Right? Um. There are, there are, but um. not as many as LA, I would assume, but it did take me a good while to find a daycare that would ha- would not only have a placement for twins because the classes are smaller because oh, yeah. COVID, but also that didn't require a mask and there are places here where the kids, it's optional, the parent, it's optional for the parents. Now, and I, that's where, I, but it's, it's also daycare. Do you know what I mean? And so it's different.
0: An outdoor daycare in New York is just a bunch of kids on a stoop. Is that correct? <laughs>
2: Oh my gosh! Someone's been watching Spike Lee movies again. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's been doing it. That's okay. He needs those numbers,
0: Michelle. I <laughs> I know New York. New York, it it's a city that doesn't sleep. That you got Big g- Apple. Big Apple. We call it the Big Apple here. We call yes, it the Big Apple. we
2: got Sex in the City. Yes,
0: pizza. You fold your pizza. Everyone, you gotta fold works your pizza. In PR. Yes. Everyone's a writer. See, I do know it
2: everyone's a lawyer they wear heels when they walk in the subways it it that's exactly what we do one thing no one thinks i'm in la i'm sorry no one thinks i'm in new york when i'm zooming somewhere because i have like windows (laughs) and it's it's just it's just so fascinating it reminds me of when i was growing up in jersey and people would find out i'm jamaican and haitian and they were like shouldn't you be darker with like a basket of food on your head? I'm just like, what the fuck have you been watching? Like, And I'm like, have you ever been in Jamaica? And they're like, no. And I'm like, how the fuck would you know what people look like? Um, That was my guidance counselor. Hilarious.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. Speaking of the way people look in Jamaica and after we should do a call, but I had this great uh, uh, dinner one night. My brother was dating somebody who was related to the family that owns sandals. Oh yeah, I know them. Butch Stewart. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't think the guy's name was Butch, but they were a white Jamaican family that had been there for like five generations, and the guy had like a full Jamaican patois, and I was like, because he's
4: Jamaican, he's
0: Jamaican for real. (laughs) And I go, I was talking to him, and it was so fascinating because he looked like a yuppie, like a straight. He wasn't like a cool white boy. Look, we have
2: red pants and moccasins in Jamaica too. And
0: I said to him, I go, do people ever accuse you of like being racist and like culturally appropriating? And he's like all the time, like, like all the time. People just assume that he's this, but he's this genuine white boy from. I know
2: when I have braids, like I do now, like everyone thinks I'm a white person trying to be black. I'm like, how do I look like Rachel Dolezal with (laughs) braids? Like, how do I look like I'm appropriating my own culture? It's like fucked up. Honey, you're way more gorgeous.
1: Come on now. Thank
2: you so much. (laughs) That's because I have like less kids and I live a truthful life. But like, look,
0: there you go. I'm I'm sure she had a great. She was the head of
2: the NAACP and there were n- not even enough black people in Washington State to question her. I just want to put that out there. No,
1: I feel bad when I see her with her kid. Because oh. the kid just must be, he's, he, I think he's black he and he's kind of great- embarrassed. I don't know if he's embarrassed. It just looks like a really hard situation because he loves his mom, but she's a laughingstock. I don't know. So much of my sense of humor has changed since I've had a kid. My empathy you know. has grown. So it's like. Oh, it's- when
0: we watch a movie and it, something bad happens to a kid, she's like, I can't watch this. I'm like, this, it's still a, it's a movie. It, <laughs> same, this isn't real. Same. All I right. gotta
2: go, Annie? No way. <laughs> Get out of here. Where can I donate? No.
1: <laughs> Wait, before we leave, though, if anyone's listening who's on the fence, like some of our friends, Get that fucking vaccine. Get the
0: vaccine. Right.
1: Why should we have to like bear the brunt of it? It's not not morally.
0: They're not going to get the vaccine because you you... No, there's
1: people on the fence. (laughs) What's so I got my makeup artist to get it.
0: All right. What's your. Nice.
1: I don't know what my pitch is. My pitch is just think of my two year old daughter in like she like sucks her mask in and out. So like she like so like it's all wet and they keep having to change her mask. But I don't know. Think. They don't
2: care about I my think, kids. I, no, I, know. I think this is an absolutely 100% good point. My kids are two and a half. They cannot really say words and or sentences. It's hard for them to, you know, they're, they're learning Dutch and English at the same time. So they can't even communicate. And if they have a mask on their face, you know, they don't, they, they're going to think this is normal, right? Like this is how they're supposed to be out. So, you know sort of like when you give them their teddy bear at night or whatever it is. So when they're out in public, they're always gonna think they need to cover their face. And they're gonna think there's danger if they don't cover their face and they can't even speak up for themselves if, they're, if they can't breathe properly. So yeah, get your fucking vaccine.
1: And, and I don't know, I don't quite understand why the children haven't been the main concern, like more important than restaurants, more important than malls, we'll more be- important than whatever else is happening. It just feels like they should be like at the highest precedence. And we, I might have said this on the podcast, but we went to a, we went to a barbecue two weeks ago and my little kid, I told her she didn't have to wear a mask because she has to wear it at school all the time. And I knew that everyone was vaccinated and it was all outside. And she came up to me, she started playing for a second. And
2: then she came up, she goes, mom, can I have my mask?
1: And then you know, she wanted her mask on.
2: To feel safe. My oh. friend was over with her kids and her son, who was six, did not want to go to the bathroom by himself because he thought he might get COVID and die. This is where the fuck we're at. And so everyone, get your fucking vaccine so we can get back to life.
0: And then COVID can disappear. All right, look.
1: <sighs> or you're not going to be a part of Michelle's forever family.
0: That's right. You're not going to go on. The, you're not <laughs> Whatever
2: gonna... it's called. Yeah. Chosen family. You're
0: not going to get invited on the Tariot.
1: <laughs> okay, so Michelle, you're so smart, you have a lot of wisdom. Can you maybe help one of these millennials out?
0: Yeah, let's call uh our first guest. Oh wow, this is a okay. <laughs> Michelle, I don't know. I'm excited to see who this is. Maybe it's not a millennial. somebody (laughs) called named Hillary calling from Washington, D.C. I don't know (laughs) if this is a big bombshell moment. Uh, Let's find out. Hillary from Washington, D.C.
1: It's got to be an annoying, annoying life. Hi, hi, oh. Hillary. It's Natasha, Moshe, and our friend Michelle Buteau, hilarious
3: comedian. Oh, so, hey.
0: hey! You are not the Hillary from Washington D.C. I was hoping you <laughs> yeah,
3: were. Yeah, but what about our emails?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine if it was? That would be
0: a big moment for this podcast. That would be so. <laughs> cool. Not that this isn't a big moment, Hillary. We're happy to have you. How can we help?
3: Oh, thanks. Okay, so I don't actually need any advice. I need an impartial jury to make a solid yes or no decision. Okay. 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 So um, we had a dog walker for about four and a half years, and then she took a leave of absence when COVID hit. Her dad was sick and all that kind of stuff. So we've had a substitute dog walker for the last year and a half that has been amazing. Um, We have three dogs, so it's, there are a lot of, they have no manners and all that kind of nonsense, but now, our old dog walker wants our three pups back into the rotation, <laughs> and we don't know what to do.
0: Okay. Wait. Are you
3: really this, like, you're, you're, you seem pretty concerned about this. I'm, we are, like, literally, my husband and I cannot make a decision. This is,
0: bu- this is I would call, white people problems, and I love it. A hundred percent. What is the, what is Earth, the qu- qualitative problem. difference between the good dog walker and the bad one?
3: They're both amazing. Uh-huh. That's the problem. Can you use both? No, the service won't let us, like, that was the first thing that we asked was, can we have one, one week and one the next? Mm. So mm. one, here's, I think the one, one thing that might help make the difference really is one of them is available in the evenings if we ever need like an extra walk. So that's one thing. And who's but that? She could always come. Oh. That's the second, that's the sub, mm. but she can always come even if we have the first dog walker walking them during the day.
0: Let me. Michelle do you have any thoughts here I'm I know th- trying I know this was the kind of hard-hitting <laughs> advice question you were expecting when we asked you to do the that. podcast
1: well I mean I have a thought okay you go most
0: well here's the thing that I know about um gig workers is that a lot of them are getting taken advantage of by these services that we use. And I have okay. never had a gig worker that I didn't sidle up to and say, hey, let's cut this fucking middleman out. I mean, of-
1: you're not really supposed to do that. Who motion. cares?
0: Well, who am I hurting? What, dogwalkers.com? I'm going to be giving the dog walker a more energy and attention and money. So you could mm. just be like, hey, just give me your phone number and let's take this thing underground. And then you could hire them both. <laughs>
3: Well, we actually signed a contract saying that we wouldn't do that. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> what kind of Gestapo dog walking service is this?
3: A smart one
1: who knows there's people like you trying to, like, get a discount <laughs> and cut out the person who brought you the person. I mean, I, I you know, you can't just, like, I don't know. I, so you're really what you want to know is, do you owe, is there any allegiance?
3: yeah like because we can't get the information from the dogs we don't know they love them both equally so
0: uh, here's what you do michelle you got you, you got anything yet
2: yeah i say i say go with the second if it works out then the other one should kind of understand like you know that you've moved on okay
0: i kind of lean that way too but one thing you could do is take the dogs to a park and put one dog walker in one area of the park and the other dog walker in the other area of the park and let the dogs off leash and see who they run to.
1: I got it. I got it. I can already tell that you kind of want to keep the one
3: you have. Right? I'm probably a little impartial, yeah. So
1: let's say right now we're all going through so much change. There's so, you know, it's like, do you really want to add on to your plate? Like another, a new energy, new situation, new, like you have your system. Like maybe you can just say, you know, we're going, I'm going through so much change. I'm I'm back at work. Like we have this system that's working right now, but you know, we love you. And, and you know, this is working for us right now, but you know, we hope to work with you in the future kind think, of thing. I think that's right. Mm.
0: It sounds like, um, yeah. And also it's not like this is a nanny who left, who you were their sole source of income. And now they're back and going like, I'm not going to be able to feed my kids if I don't have this job. she, she yeah. probably walks many people's dogs, so you can guilt-free. and tell her you'll
1: refer her to people as there well. But just say, no. like for right now, and do you can you blame it on your husband? like this is just working for us. We're going through so many changes. We just like we have so oh. much on our plate right now. Yes we, even though we don't have kids.
2: can I just can I ask that question? I mean, the real question is why are you and your husband
3: afraid of confrontation?
0: <laughs> yes, yes
3: because <laughs> we're we're not very good communicators. okay how do you how
2: do you guys communicate do you tell your husband when you're upset or impartial
3: um yeah i guess so girl that
2: wasn't even a yes or a no
3: (laughs) 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 it's true i probably keep silent more than necessary but
2: you know what here's the deal hillary um you are a good person And it doesn't matter what people think of you because we know you're a good person and so is your husband. You guys are fair people. So you're not going to hurt anyone's feelings. This is a dog eat, dog walk.
0: Yep, yep, Yes. Michelle, don't stop yourself. (laughs) Walk forward in truth.
2: (laughs) Trying my feet, my feet hurt, my feet hurt. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I think it'll be okay. And I think it's good for your dogs to be socialized with other people. And also for you and your husband. And they will understand, and this is a great way for you guys to practice mm. confrontation. Okay, that's fair.
0: Yeah, and if you want a way out, you could just say to the new, the old dog walker, "My husband has been expressing certain fantasies about you <laughs> through the post, <laughs> course of the pandemic, and we can't have you back in the house." You, and then she'll understand on the on that the that is, yaya, that's good. On the yaya sisterhood tip, she'll understand.
1: By the way, on on a secret tip, I I have a secret. Yeah? I always would, like, ask the main dog walker if she could send whoever was, like, the least attractive. But I didn't say... You did really? (laughs) No, I would just be like, what about that girl? (laughs) Because, like, there was, like, this super hot girl who was coming by with, like, fake tits and, like, you know, like... He kept mentioning how hot she was. No, I,
0: what are you talking about? This was a
1: long time ago, and so I was like, "Oh, can we have?" I just wanted the, and then it was a lot I of times, it. and then my <laughs> other friend, who I referred her to, was going on dates with her. So I'm like, okay, so she's like trying to date within her... Date the client. I- date the clients. So then I was oh, always like, you know what? I, the other one, I would always be like, where's... Whatever her name was, I would be like, I really liked her. Like I Cause said. Because I liked her energy around me more. I didn't want to feel like... I want to have the nicest tits in the house, you but know? Like,
0: but like I said, yeah. it's possible to it's possible to sideline all of these dog walkers and get their personal contact information. So <laughs> Natasha... Not when you... Natasha, Natasha stepping in and getting her out of the picture—it didn't really affect things for me. I'm still in contact with her, and we still text.
2: Clearly, Hillary and her husband won't do that. They can't even like tell the dog walk. they can't even hurt the feelings of the dog walker. Little like do something, you know? Right. He's not going to try to
0: seduce her if he can't even say like we think we're going with somebody else.
3: Exactly. There's a special connection that takes place when they with the dogs, and they. No, there's not. They They're love just dogs. Both yeah,
0: you them. should have kids. We think. <laughs> Re- reframe
3: i do my kids are grown oh.
0: and <laughs> now you're on the dog tip all right see
1: when my when so. i had a kid i like cared about my dogs like 90 percent less like yes. i don't know what happened to me i don't know some people still seem very into their dogs once they have kids maybe
0: it's about letting them grow up anyway whatever <laughs> hillary we feel like we've helped you all a great deal
3: you definitely and definitely I
1: think Michelle is right. Use this as an opportunity to practice sticking up for yourself, confrontation, whatever it is, because through that you get stronger, especially as a woman, asserting yourself, you know, whatever is the yep. thing you want to say, as long as what's behind it is you're trying to do the right thing. But, you know, you also need to do the right thing. For Are they you. both
0: vaccinated? So I'll
3: break dog walker number one's heart in order to build up my Yes. Skills.
0: Yes. You you're deserve not going to break
3: her heart okay. say you love her if she ever wants to come if
1: she ever wants to come walk the dogs you'll still pay her you know if she wants to come some extra time to spend time with the dog no want... don't
0: do that don't All invite right. her back to your house are they both invite
1: her to the dog's
2: birthday party there I'm you sure go you
0: cute very cute actually michelle's going on a trip if to rip if you want to invite dog walker number one to join her she's looking for new friends
2: uh-huh. no thanks
0: Fair <laughs> okay hillary good luck thank you Okay. bye-bye
1: Bye. Bye. Now. Wait, I feel like I want to ask Michelle for advice.
0: Okay, here she is. This is your one and only chance.
1: Well, because you seem like you're so good at. You were like, you're not afraid to confront people, right?
2: Um, I'm no, I'm not afraid of it. But I've realized, especially in my 40s, there's just everyone is different, and everyone needs a, a different way to be spoken to. So I think I'm just better at it than I was in my 20s and 30s. And so, I, you know, I don't necessarily enjoy it, but I feel so much better after. It's like going to therapy and having a breakthrough. You're like, fuck,
1: OK, Go have life. OK, I'm going to ask you this question. Um, I have an issue with my neighbor and they're always harassing me because they don't want my plant to touch their um, fence. And it's like a constant thing. And I've and I'm, you know, I'm the kind of person like, oh, my God, OK, I'll, I'll hire another gardener to come over and and make sure that because I've like already asked the gardener so many times they're doing what they can. But like, I think what the people and, are asking, and I'm
0: the kind of person who's like, it's our house. We need to tell that fool to mind his own fucking Mosha's
1: like, fuck off now. And I'm like, oh, my God, how can I help? I'll go there right now on my knees and just clear out whatever they want. But then it's right. just going to keep happening. But I just had this thing in the back of my head. If I said, th- I feel like there's something I could say to them to make them back off. But I also don't want to start a feud because like I came from my parents fighting and I don't want to have fighting around
2: me. Yes. Yes, I understand. I 100% understand. My parents are still married 52 years and they should have gotten divorced a long time ago. <laughs> you can't use me <laughs> as an excuse anymore because I'm like, leave him. Thus, thus
0: the chosen family. <laughs>
2: So um, it's really hard um, talking to miserable people because it is like talking to reasoning with a toddler or a drunk person because their truth is their truth. And um, I did have my therapist tell me one time a couple of years ago, they're on their own planet. Can you speak their language? Mm, I like that. And I'm like, I will try. Mm. Um, and so it's sort of like getting network notes when you're when you're working on something, it's like, like, I see your point and, um, you know, just FYI, if it was your Bush and onto my, I'd be happy about it, but I see your point. I can't fully give you what you want, but I can meet you in the middle and do this because they just want to be heard. They want to be right. They want you to feel sorry. And it's, and it fucking sucks. Like, don't get on your knees. Well,
1: cause I don't want to win.
2: I want it to go away. No,
0: but what? what you Mich- don't,
2: exactly. And the thing is, it'll never go away unless they die.
0: Yeah, and they will. Because if it's
2: not the plan, it's going to be something else because it's about control. The yeah. good news
0: is they're senior citizens that smoke, so the the the, the situation won't last they're forever. They're going to live forever. No. Senior <laughs> citizens that smoke, that's the
3: cockroach.
2: <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> oh, my God. They're going to outlive you motherfuckers. Oh,
0: no. Wait, but I think Michelle's on to something. They want to a, be heard no, crafting a text that simultaneously says, I'll do what you want, but in it says, I have some boundaries, both.
2: Yeah. But I don't even know if it's crafting a text. I think it's coming over with perhaps a treat and saying, I am so sorry. I hear you. You know, that must be annoying. I mean, just FYI, if it was your plant over here, I'd be great about it, but I understand how you feel because it is your property. Um, I can't fully do that, but this is what I can offer you. Because they just want you to, they just want you to feel sorry. And if you really wanted to go away and you're okay with swallowing your pride. <laughs> to to Because she means, she means it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's sort of like where to go because I, oh, I can't stand neighbors that feel like an in-law you don't like.
0: That is exactly the feeling. Yes. That is it.
2: I can't do it, but I feel for you because it's not going to be the plant it's always going to be
1: something. Mm-hmm. amen. And that's why like we had another crazy neighbor who would complain constantly. And then she left us alone for a year. And then we were like, Oh, let's give her a present for Christmas. So as soon as we gave her a present for Christmas, she started bugging us again. So it's like, there's a, there's a fine line between opening up communication but in a way that But
0: with her, I kind of, I kind of stepped in. I, I said to her, I put a bunch of soundproofing up around something that she was complaining about. And I said, I've, mm-hmm. I've done this. It's done. I'll never talk to you about this again. From now on, if you have any issues, call the police. And She did. <laughs> she called the police and they came over and they started laughing. They were like, they were laughing and I never heard. And then she moved away and I was thrilled. But Look, my
1: point is, you don't want to, oh, I don't know about like, you know, opening up so much communication that like, oh, we talk all the time now, you know. All right.
0: Right, right, right. Natasha, were you helped by Michelle's advice? Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's
1: saying you're here. You can hear them.
2: Yeah. You know what? Yes. They just want to feel seen because they're so fucking basic. Listen, if you want to write a text and send it to me, I'd
0: be more than happy to edit
2: it. Um, I I used to be an editor. This is a a big offer. I love that. And by the way, the
1: network notes thing is interesting because you're never like, fuck that. I'm not going to do that. When like NBC is telling you like that joke doesn't really work. You know, you're like, oh, okay, cool. I'll take a look at that.
0: And that's something that our listeners can kind of use, too. If you're out there and you're in a conflict, you don't know what to say. Just treat your person, the person you're in conflict with like they're a network executive giving you (laughs) notes on your pilot. (laughs) So, just do that. Um, Michelle, do you have time to um, roll to one more qu- question for us?
2: I do. My kids are in daycare.
0: Okay, let's do it. We're going to call Cat in Toronto.
1: Here, you want to see my
2: real cute dog?
1: She's
0: that's the dying. dog. I'm sure that's the dog Natasha had.
2: Yeah, is that the dog you brought to the magazine shoot for Glamour? Got to be here
1: cutie cat hi cat hello Ooh, how are you nice salon style paintings in the back i like oh. your hanging thank
4: you i worked
0: very hard on it uh cat it's natasha mosha and our friend the hilarious michelle buteau joining hey. us
4: hey michelle hey we're here too yeah
0: don't get too excited about her you got to focus <laughs> on the hosts and then also give some superlatives to the guests. <laughs> okay hey, michelle, um, okay cat how can we help What's going on?
4: Um, So I started dating my partner at the beginning of COVID last year in May. Um, And because everything's been in lockdown and we live in Toronto, um, we haven't been able to meet each other's friends and family. So recently I got to meet his family and he gave me a warning. He was like, oh, my family is, you know, rambunctious and stuff. And I met them and they were totally cool and fine and lovely. They were fantastic people. And now it's his turn to meet my family. And uh, my family's actually crazy, Um, (laughs) which is, you know, scary to think about bringing him to my, you know, my house and meeting my family. So it's my mom and my brother and myself and my grandma. And my mom is like absolutely batshit insane. Um, She is a heavy drinker. She's an ex addict. Um, She's inappropriate all the time. And I guess I'm just looking for some advice on like what to say to her to like, I don't know, kind of like mitigate the situation and like, I don't know how to properly prep him for what's coming. He knows I'm nervous, but I don't think he knows how actually nervous I am. Mm. Yeah.
2: I mean, you guys, I have have so many, so many Grab the rock. Michelle, go. Look, I mean, you can't control your family.
1: And also, you might make them worse, right?
2: Yes. You're going to plant that seed of like, what are you ashamed of us or whatever the fuck? And you can only control how you feel. That's what you have control of. You know what I mean? They don't make you happy. You make you happy. And then homeboy over here helps. Yeah. So I think prepping him for like an over the top, the the freak flag is going to motherfucking fly. <laughs> Just let him know. Because then if it's not as bad, he'd be like, that's not so bad. You'd be like, OK. But, you know, your mom and your grandma and your family, they're just, you know, they're just people also trying to get through the fucking day the best way they know how, just like you. And who they are doesn't define necessarily who you are. Yeah. You know?
1: Like Michelle was saying earlier, she has, you know, this chosen family. And I think that that's, and I think some people have like amazing relationships with their you know blood family i'm not saying michelle doesn't but like she was saying in addition she had that like moshe is super close with this family and it's like we fuck and stuff it's really like they they enjoy each other's time they are they enjoy spending time with each other you can just tell they just want to hang out around each other you know like i have like a different situation in my family but it's like And I think just knowing that, like you, it's not a competition, like just because he's super close with his family and they're all fucking cool doesn't mean that like you have, he needs to be with someone who has that exact same
2: situation, you know, and he might enjoy the crazy. You don't know. Yeah. He might enjoy the fun crazy.
0: That's what I was gonna say, Michelle. It's like for him, you have to remember what his perspective is. He's dipping into your family for a one-hour meal and then dipping out. Mm-hmm. It's not he. He doesn't have trauma associated with your mom's pic- weird personality. He's not gonna be cringing with embarrassment and humiliation. He's gonna dip in, see this colorful group probably be amused by them and then leave like for him yeah. and he's not going to go like if you have a mom like that i can't be with you anymore that doesn't exist he's going to go in yeah he's
2: gonna- and you Shit together!
0: Look at all that cool artwork and all them tattoos. Yeah. You're fucking doing it, bitch? <laughs> Manicured nails. Come on. But it's true. And, and
2: also,
1: practically speaking, maybe you want to set up something so it's not doomed for failure. Like maybe something in the day, since or, your mom and, drinks. And like, maybe
0: not at, at your at their house, so they're a little bit less comfortable to right. act out. Maybe take
1: them out to eat at a restaurant. Yeah, something that's like you can kind of like yeah, prep it, and then good. maybe even tell your mom, "I really like this guy. I
2: just want you to know."
1: Yep. You know, like instead of being like, "Please don't drink," "Please don't switch yeah. to bourbon," or yeah. whatever it is, that- you should tell your
2: mom he's the one and you're pregnant. <laughs> oh, <is she> <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. You would love that. But I mean, we, we,
0: we've been talking about um, notable quotables throughout this podcast, Kat. And one one that I always say is, you know, why your parents push your buttons is because they sewed them on, right? So like oh, they, they yeah. even I'm not saying your parents aren't your your family isn't crazy. I'm just saying the way you react to their crazy is so much more sensitive than your husband. Yes. He's going to just be there and go like, what a colorful group of people or worst case, like, yeah, you were right. They are. They are pretty crazy. Anyway, but let's but definitely
1: over prep him. Be like, just so you know, my mom, like she struggled with this and struggled with that. And that's, you know, it's made me stronger, you mm-hmm. know, and, and and I love them. But I just want to prep you for that. You know, they're. They're, you know, I I, in doses, I still deal with them, love them. Whatever, however is whatever is your truth. You know All- what I
2: like to do? I like to double dutch the crazy, you know, mm-hmm. I just let everybody fucking do them ropes and shit. And then when I feel, when then I see when I need to jump in, I'm like, OK, <laughs> yep. let it you know, puppy. set it, it and it forget she- it. Yes, that i forget it. And then jump in when
0: you need to. I think that's right. I think like all of this. And don't feel bad. All of this is internal. Because he has a perfect family. This is all you deciding how terrible it's going to be. But in reality, it's probably going to be much less terrible than you think it is. Which is a good
2: way to be. It'd be really weird if you were like, it's going to be amazing. It never is. Do you know what I mean? Like, this is good.
0: All right. Good. I think we've solved your life.
2: You have. Thank you. Much. <laughs> okay, good Congratulations about. on the wedding.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Bye. Bye. Pat. Right,
4: bye. Thank you.
0: Um, I did not realize Michelle that you not only have twin children, but also twin dogs. <laughs> I, your life seems very busy and I thank you for taking not time to mention. She's
1: so good at advice. I had to
2: jump in and ask her something. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Michelle, well, look, I mean it. If you need help, um making that text let me know i'm here for it i feel that people often
1: mistake my kindness for weakness for weakness and, and my kindness
2: for flirtation it's just like come on you basic bitch we're more than that you know what i mean so i'm yeah. here for it
0: oh maybe speaking of flirtation michelle my advice would be to go over to his house in a really skimpy mini skirt and high heels and with a, a like a custard or something and then f- flirt heavily. See if that helps. Oh, my God. Look All What right. is he? Richard
2: Gere? Why is he trying to pimp you? All
0: right. <laughs> uh, Michelle, thank you for taking some time with us. We miss you, Let too. me know when
1: you're in L.A. Maybe we could have a dinner. Or you could come over. I'd love
2: that. I'm never coming to L.A., but I miss <laughs> you guys.
0: You'll and be here. You'll 100 be here. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll hit
2: you up in New York. Yeah, we miss you, too. We'll
0: see you next time we're in New York. How about that?
2: yeah that that feels safe yeah we'll get the
0: kids together and put masks on them
2: oh yeah our kids are the same age
0: i know that's so crazy i can't wait for
2: them to point at the same shit
0: i love that too michelle thank you again for joining us Uh, we miss you
2: okay bye bye
0: Bye. oh natasha she is so funny and everybody should check out her special on netflix and uh
1: Welcome it, to Bootopia.
0: I was going to say, if you live in New York, you can go see her at the Bell House, but I think all her shows are sold out. But you know what? Me and Natasha are going to come to New York, probably and do the Bell House at some point this year, so you can come to that, and maybe we'll have her on. Who knows what the future brings, but I know what the future brings for us in particular. What? You leaving me for one month to fend for myself, to take the child on dangerous camping trips every single weekend that are uh, cliff-based, <laughs> and I cannot wait. I cannot wait to see what (laughs) happens. Oh, my God. Natasha? Yeah? Do you trust me?
1: What? Wait, what?
0: Okay, let me ask you a different question. Do you love me? I do. I love you, too.
1: I trust you, too. (laughs)